This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Welcome back to the Halftime Show. On today's show, it is with great pleasure I introduce Mohamed Ismail, a man who has achieved many milestones in his journey in sports, including being registered as an athlete in the EBBF, Emirates Bodybuilding Federation, first place in the Dubai Physique Championship in 2014. He's trained and more importantly, lived like an athlete, which I will be alluding to more later on the show. He's been involved in the WWE in the Middle East and continues to break personal bests on his journey. Mo, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Omar, <laughs> and thank you for having me here. It's a, it's an honor and it's a pleasure to be sitting here with you. Hey, man, thank you so much for coming down to the studio. Now, now Mo, bodybuilding doesn't always get the best press. Why is that? All right, so uh, just a, a brief background about bodybuilding. I mean, bodybuilding basically stands for building the body, right? So there's many sectors to that. There's general fitness, then there's bodybuilding as a sport, let's say. Then there's, of course, uh, different now, of course, in, the, in, in where we live. You see the CrossFit, you see all kinds of fitness. Yeah. But specifically bodybuilding when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, obviously training for a certain look or a mm-hmm. certain physique. Um, it started back, you know, uh, you know, I would say 40s and 50s. That's when it kind of got popularized. Yeah. Uh, among the people and then as it as it developed of course got more uh, intricate more people of course with, with the science backing up um, they started really getting into it more and more and more so what ended up happening is throughout the 80s into the 90s uh, there was a lot of use of PEDs right uh, you know performance enhancing drugs yes now some people um, of course under the right supervision from a doctor or whatever you could use it I mean at the end of the day it's a medicine but it was all the other people who, let's say, misused it and, yeah. uh, you know, got certain effects they didn't want to and went the wrong way. Right. That essentially created like a bad rep. And they always say, for example, one bad like review, for example, you need 10 good ones to kind of eliminate that. Correct. So so over time, people looked at it and like, oh, that's weird. People look like this. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Like people weren't really like looking at it as a beautiful thing anymore people yeah. were like oh this is gross this is disgusting yeah so that's the reason people kind of looked at it that way yeah but see what i like about you is is you educate people in the art of bodybuilding and how to sustain it throughout the end and that's the hard part because often people think it's a quick fix how do you sustain that in a healthy way without depleting the body okay best way to do it is essentially i mean here's the thing like and this is what i always say diets don't work guys all right and the, all these fad diets let me tell you something. It's good to reset your body every now and then. Right. Let's say with a keto diet or, yeah. you know, carb cycling. What's your, what's your take, by the way, on, the, on things like the keto diet and paleo and all these kind of yeah. things? Yeah, so these kinds of diets, listen, you need, we, need, we need to understand one thing. It's, it's a type of eating, right? Yeah. So, for example, in keto, hey, I'm eliminating all the carbs. I'm strictly focusing on protein. Yeah. It's a, it's a way to do it. But the thing is that that way is not right for everybody. Correct. You see 100%. what I mean? You might get somebody that's extremely overweight and they're yeah. trying something like that but then they're depleting themselves from the carbs they're missing a whole lot of nutrition that they're not getting you know what i mean and then yeah. they feel bad and then all of a sudden they quit everyone quits diets right? right all the time so this goes back to what i was saying like people need to live that lifestyle where you're eating in a healthier manner yes you can enjoy the burger the pizza every now and then but it's a very simple formula guys it's essentially what's going in your body needs to come out correct and it's going to come out essentially like what by moving 
You yeah. need to move, exercise, do something. That's the way you burn calories. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a calorie game at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. If you understand the fact, and again, this is a science, right? I'm telling you these facts. One pound of solid fat is mm-hmm. 3,500 calories. Yes. You see what I mean? So if you can eliminate that much from, you know, diet or your exercise, you're on en route to always burning, uh, you know, uh, one pound of fat, which is yes. half a kilo. Yes. It's a lot, by the way. Yeah, you know? 100%. So that's basically what it is, understanding the simple science behind the body. Yeah. Uh, applying that to your daily, uh, you know, uh, food intake or exercise regimen. And essentially, maybe tweaking it a little bit to achieve the results you need. Right. And, you know? and, and surely when you understand, and like you said, the science and the way the body works, then biomechanically you work better. It's not just the way you look, right? It's the way actually you perform, right? 100%. And uh, this goes back to, for example, the carb thing I like to talk about. Depleting carbs out of your diet um, could give you like a quick, like, you know, hey, I lost a little bit of weight. But at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're depleting your body from like a very good source of, of energy. Yeah. Carbs turn into energy in your body. You know what I mean? Yes. And then it goes in and then replenishes all your ATP cells, all your glycogen back into your muscles. So it goes back to performance. Yes. Hey, if I'm that soccer player, I'm that swimmer, I'm going to need that. You yeah. see what I mean? I can't eliminate that because, again, it's going to make me perform better. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And you've played several sports. And, and I know this because we go we go way back, maybe seven, eight years. We were talking about this yeah. off air. you played several sports. Have you changed or adapted to the sport you've played depending on, obviously, uh, the nutrition that you have to fuel? Yeah. So for me specifically, I'm going mean, to just kind of talk about myself. Yeah. Um, because I've been eating in a certain way, let's say since after I gained the knowledge, by the way, it right. was really after I started understanding the body, mm-hmm. I started eating broad. Let's say after I was 17, I started understanding, okay, hey, per day, I need, let's say, 200 grams of protein, 200 grams of carbs, and let's say 50 grams of fat absolute minimum so i would try to get that every day so mm-hmm. what ended up happening was my performance was always a consistent good level you yeah know i mean i wasn't getting tired whatever but some other days let's say if i'm running uh, a marathon let's say i go do the desert warrior right uh, challenge yes hey i need to make sure the night before i'm carved up so, 100%, so yeah. for something like that i need to double triple my intake sometimes just so i can have long sustained energy for the following day yeah hey my man you deserve a round of applause hey, for that, you. man. Straight up, I'll tell you now, it's great to have uh, Mo Ismail on board. And guys, if you have any questions for us, text us on 4215 or slide into our DMs at Pulse95Radio at Omar Duri as well. And send us your questions through, man. The big man is here today. Let's go take advantage of this. More coming up next on Pulse95. Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Let's get ready to rumble! Yes, yes, welcome back to the Halftime Show. And it's with great pleasure I introduce to my following listeners out there on the halftime show it is Mo Ismail Mo Muscles is in the building today if you have any questions text us on 4215 or do or send slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio at Omar Duri and ask the big man himself now now growing up we all had our favourite wrestlers we all dreamt of being a part of about a part of this experience. Now, just having the opportunity to train like them and fly across the rings like these superstars, it comes to mind. Ultimate Warrior, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Bret the Hitman Hart, Sting, The Rock. Now, Mo, you actually got to experience that. What was that like, my bro? 
All right, so first things first, uh, obviously, you know, we all grew up watching, at least the guys, uh, yeah. some sort of wrestling, mainly probably WWE at the time it was WCW. Yeah. But uh, we all obviously grew up as fans, right? Yeah. So uh, when this happened, it was a very interesting experience because uh, apparently I was I was being monitored monitored by them for like a year. They've been watching me, the social media, stuff nice. like that. And then um, a gentleman by the name of Adam Bigwood, a great friend of mine, uh, he actually worked there. Uh, he was the, the regional manager. He was like, hey, why don't you come to the office real quick? So I assumed it was just a regular conversation. Maybe they want to make some hats or something because, you know, we make hats for yeah. them. So he comes in and uh, he's basically telling me, he's like, listen, we would love to invite you to come out for the tryout for this, this, and that. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, what, trying out for the WWE? He's like, yeah, I, I really can see you there. He sold it to me, right? Yeah. Anyways, I was just shocked because I, you know, you walk in the office yeah. and they got belts everywhere, Shawn Michael posters. Yeah, what, what was going through your mind when you heard that? Like, I mean, for me, it was just like, <laughs> like I started imagining myself, man, I could be the heir of Brock. I could be the, <laughs> I could, you know what I mean? And I started making characters in my head, and then uh, all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? This is an opportunity. It doesn't happen much. Yeah, it would be an incredible experience because he told me also, he's like, listen, out of like the whole region, they go through like twenty thousand athletes. Just That's even, insane. Yeah, just to like. You know, like pick thirty. Let's say yeah, that yeah. So that was how it started, and uh, and yeah, I went. Yeah, yeah I did, did that change your your scope on the WWE? You know, we we get through a stage in life where people are like telling us, "Oh man, the WWE, it's all scripted." But when you're part of it, mm-hmm. what, does that change your mindset on it? So listen, the situation is very simple. Okay, sure, the stories are scripted, things like that for entertainment purposes. Right. But let me tell you, man, these wrestlers are no joke. Re- yeah, Top yeah. Notch athletes. Yeah. Yo, you have to be able to tumble across the ring at least a hundred times. Yeah. Like in like three minutes. Yeah, because the athleticism sometimes is overshadowed by the script right yeah but it's still you to, to, to endure that is unreal it's insane it's yeah. a whole nother level of yeah. of athleticism pain uh endurance stamina they really 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 work hard and throughout that i think it was you know it was five days we went through like extreme you know talk uh, to me about training. that what was that like? what was the training like so on a daily basis we wake up around seven o'clock mm-hmm. by eight o'clock you've already had your breakfast take you we get to the training center that they had made right and for literally the next eight to ten hours you're training all kinds of stuff wow you're testing your strength your endurance your capability uh you know if you can jump they'll they'll also teach you some of the stuff that you can you know yeah see what your performance is like yeah but it, it was extremely stressful for a lot of people some people quit like midway they're like i, I really? can't do this they left you know what i mean so it, it really took someone of a certain caliber right of athleticism to really make it through yeah and then that's just one part of it by the way there's the other part which is the show business part yeah you need to be able to articulate your your thoughts your words you need to be able to understand you need to be able to talk right then they need to give people a show right yeah so you need to also have that aspect so you could be the best athlete in the world but hey if you have zero character they don't want you yeah See what i mean oh, or wow. it's the other way around where for example in my case i had like you know a pretty good like you know performance in the character side mm-hmm. but there's just some things that obviously i mean i've never wrestled before yeah some people out wrestled me right you know what i mean which right. Which was totally normal because that's what they do for the rest of the, all their life. Of course. So that, that was basically extremely grueling, but one of the best experiences of my life. Yeah. You know, we worked with uh, Matt Bloom. Okay. We worked okay. with um, uh, William Regal, if you know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of the guys, obviously, they they, they run the performance center. Uh-huh. And uh, it was a, re- a great experience. Amazing. They ended up picking, I think, four people. Yeah. Um, they were looking more... 
into the Indian market. They want to expand there. So right. they, I believe they picked four Indian wrestlers. Right. They picked one uh, Arab woman wrestler, which is really, her name is Shadia. You might know her. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then another gentleman from Kuwait. So I was very happy for them that wow. at least now. As Arabs, or you know, we have some sort of representation. Yeah, and they're being put on the map as well. Yeah, for sure. No, man, but massive, uh, massive kudos to you for you know getting involved in that and, yeah. and taking part. And you know, sometimes people underestimate you actually stepping up to the plate where you said you didn't actually have wrestling. That takes a lot of guts yeah. as well, you know. I was just like, do it, you know. You know, yeah. my motto in life is just go try it, do yeah. it. You know, what's gonna happen? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, have no fear of that. You of know course. what I'm saying? And I did, and it was looking back at it, one of the best experiences of my life. Amazing. And you know, while you were growing up, and obviously sport and fitness and health has always been a part of your life did you have any role models growing up uh, in terms of fitness in terms of sport fitness lifestyle yeah, 100% I mean when the person till this day uh, and I had the honor to meet him uh, and have a conversation with him that inspires me till this day on a daily basis mm-hmm. is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really got to meet the big guy. I got to, yeah. Okay. I, I went and bought a crazy VIP pass just so I can like sit with him <laughs> on a dinner table. Yeah. But uh, he, he's incredible, and not even for the bodybuilding aspect, but from the fact that it was a little kid who was an immigrant who knew no English, went to America, became seven-time Mr. Olympia, two-time Mr. Universe. That's just in that. Then went on, and he was like, you know what? I want to be an actor. He went started learning how to act. Mm-hmm. Came out with his first movie. It was actually Hercules in New York. Then okay. that kept going until he was the highest paid actor in the 90s. Yeah. All these films, that was that realm. And then he was like, you know what? Let me take it a step further. I'm going to become the governor of California. Yeah, that was insane. So <laughs> When you hear that, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. So when you just hear stories like that, it just shows you that someone with absolutely nothing, yeah. not coming from a big family, nothing, he went and achieved anything he wanted to achieve. And he talks about in depth a lot of the stuff. It's a very inspiring, you know, a lot of the speeches he does. I highly recommend people listen to it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And and tell me also, Mo, um, for those people that are listening, you know, we are talking today about the art of bodybuilding. Obviously, it gets a bad rap, but there's a lot more to it in terms of science and education. And Mo has been telling us about that. If you do miss our shows at any time, why did you miss the show? But if you do miss our shows, um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Just type in The Halftime Show or at Omar Duri, and we will be able to catch up with all the stuff. Um, Mo, talk to me about mindset when it comes to all the, the the great things that you do and reaching the milestones that you do. What kind of mindset do you set yourself to be able to to stay focused and on route of what you're doing? All right, cool. So my uh, my formula with actually everything I kind of approach mm-hmm. is that you you need to uh, start with the end in mind, right? Uh, you might want to do something or you know uh, achieve something or perform something, but if you don't know like where your end goal is going to be, like in terms of actually super visualizing it, like sometimes I'm telling you, I imagine myself seven years from now on you know a hundred acre farm in California. Like I, I have that dream and I have that vision yeah. that I think about every day. Right. Which means that if I already know kind of where I need to get to, yeah, I can start micromanaging the the short and midterm goals. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not the best short-term and mid-term uh, goal setter. Right. I do do it. Yeah. But uh, that's why I mean, my partner helps me out with that a lot. Um, so, for me, it's you got to think with with the end in mind. You have to then break down the steps that you need to get to. And for me, I always like again, I have no fear of anything. Like, yeah. uh, like even even some extreme things. Like you know, like I'm not, for example, I'm not afraid to die. Right. Mm-hmm. When you convince yourself that and that becomes like, okay, it's something that's normal, you end up like, you know, I can do anything. Then. Yeah. Let me try Sky's it. the limit. Yeah, I mean, it is. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, someone might be driving now, right? They might have this crazy dream in their head. But then, the, again, they're commuting back, back and forth from work 
thinking about it, thinking about it all the time. And it, it goes back to the idea of like any idea in your head, if you don't do it, it's a dead idea. Yeah. So we get thousands of these things uh, like on a daily basis. Try it out. You know what I mean? See what you could do. Follow like a certain hobby of yours to supplement whatever you're doing for work. Because you never know if you nurture it now and you grow it now, especially with the power of technology and social mm -hmm. media yeah. and the outreach that we now have compared to 20, 30 years ago, you can you can impact a lot of people's lives. And alhamdulillah, like I've been able to do that through social media. Absolutely. A lot of people reach out to me and they're like, man, you know, thank you so much for, for helping me out or thank you for saying something like this. No one no one wanted to say it, but you did. Yeah. So that power of outreach is incredible. So Absolutely. we have that power, we need to use it. And talking about people that are tuned in and listening in, your shout out goes to a lot of the half timers that are listening and tuned in at the moment. Shout out to Murad, Tawfiq, Sarah, Mr. Dico.com, Pat Samba, Mrs. Alduri, of course. Um, Dereen, Ali, and shout out to your, your partner as well. Yes, absolutely. Her name is Summer. Ma massive shout out to Summer as well here from the Halftime Show. More coming up next on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts the fire and This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Yes, yes. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. And today I am joined by Mo Muscle Ismail. He's in the building and he's shedding light on education in the art of bodybuilding, supplements, you name it, guys. We've had a few people obviously tune in. We've had a few people also send their questions in. And Mo, one of the questions that came out was through Mohamed Al-Balushi, who's actually tuned in on Instagram Live at the moment now. And he's asked, macro trends, how effective is that? in the modern game of longevity when it comes to health. Macro what? Macro trends. So basically sticking to macronutrients. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, I mean, here's the thing, and I mentioned this earlier. You know, all of us have different um, levels of maintenance, and we need to know what our body needs on a daily basis, right? Yeah. So first thing is to figure that out uh, and understand how many macros you need per day just to stay at a current level, right? Yes. Once you know those numbers, and it's different with everybody, you need to be able to, um, you know, uh, Put these things in your diet, right? Mm -hmm. What are the macros? Very simple. Protein, carbs, and fat. Yes. Okay, these are the macronutrients, right? That make all kinds of food. So you need to be able to, again, have a good balance of a protein and uh, a carb and your fat per meal. You see what I mean? Yeah. Or some other people do it where they'll consume most of their protein in the morning. Some other people do it, uh, you know, carbs in the evening. So it really depends how everyone wants to uh, eat depending on their goal. Yeah. See what I mean? So the person trying to lose weight, they need to know, for example, their maintenance level, the macro maintenance level, and then reduce from it. This way you can remove some calories. Mm -hmm. Once you remove some calories, it goes back to, again, that one formula where you're eliminating calories, which means that you're obviously using that fat in your body, that stored fat, mm -hmm. as energy. And then yes. it starts obviously disappearing. So knowing your macros is extremely important. Eating according to obviously your goal within the given macro set, that's also, uh, it's, it's, it's crucial actually to any success, whether you're trying to lose, trying to build, trying to stay the same, or just even eating for performance. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's extremely important. Again, you need to know what you're trying to get to you know whether you're an athlete or doing it for other reasons yes. so this way you can actually see your results and nowadays they have things like obviously the macronutrient calculator and things yeah, online yeah. that people can actually measure up correct? yeah and those are very uh, like they're simple to use uh, they're not maybe 100% accurate but they give you a good 
let's say, ballpark figure of where you need to be eating according to your activity level. Awesome. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Sharjah Football Club on beating Shabab Al-Ahli in the Arabian Gulf Super Cup. If you tuned into my last show, we had an interview with the CEO, Mohammed Al-Husani, on the Gulf uh, League Cup, and it was extremely exciting. Great to see Sharjah win, obviously being in the heart of Sharjah. Uh, Mo, did you have a, a favorite football team? Yeah, 100%. Who's your, who's your team? Uh, the thing is, I grew up playing football uh, slash soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, at a very young age, I was playing actually at an uh, Ahli club oh, in nice. Egypt. Nice. Uh, and then when we moved back to America, uh, I was also playing as well. I was playing for the DC United. Okay. U14, That's U15, big. and U16 team. Awesome. Uh, I was actually on like, I was on a pathway yeah. to playing in the MLS, even oh, okay. though it's not the best league, but it's where you start at least. Hey, listen, on, it's competitive nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I was on a pathway that until I broke my ankle because I used to be an extreme rollerblader. Yeah. That also, I used to go half pipes and jumps and stuff. So, right. so I broke my ankle and that took about a year recovery, okay. which then took me out of it. And then me, uh, you know, coming back in shape with my physiotherapy and everything, yeah. I ended up having really big legs. So yeah. I had to balance it. So I started bodybuilding. And then bodybuilding led to American football. But to answer your question, my favorite team growing up as a like favorite team i'll yeah. probably say the real madrid uh late 90s early 2000s squads big one of the best in the world big you had everybody you had ronaldo oh, zidane yeah, figo raul roberto carlos yeah. it was incredible oh like galacticos those days um when you played sport was there anything you were surprised with that you took part on what in uh, in what sense? In in terms of like trying out a new sport, is there anything that you did that you thought surprised you? Um, so w- with with some new sports, like I always wanted to like because I always thought about it like this. I'm like if I'm if you're an athlete technically in any sport, yeah, you still have you know you have a performance level that you can reach. Maybe yeah. okay, a, f- a football player won't be the best basketball player, but hey, he's gonna be able to run. He's gonna be able to shoot. He's gonna be able to do all those things. Yeah, which then will take practice. But for me, one of the hardest ones that I tried to take on, which is very interesting, was lacrosse. Oh, okay. uh, it's a very American sport. It is, yeah. But uh, just catching the ball and throwing it in the net to the other guy, yeah, that was one of those things where you really had to have really good like hand-to-eye coordination, and th- those things really develop over time. So yeah. th- that one was very challenging, uh, just like some some of the other ones, you know. Awesome. Well, listen, for those that have tried new sport and want to let us know how it was, tell us what surprised you the most. Text us on four two one five Itasalato do or slide into our DMs. Coming up next, just the Adan, and we'll be right back with Mo Smiley. Yes, yes, welcome back to the Halftime Show. And guys, it's almost full time on the Halftime Show and I'm delighted to say it has been an awesome show with my boy Mo Muscles in the building, uh, joining in the studio today, talking to us about wrestling, bodybuilding, competing, nutrition. We've had so many people tune in and show love. Guys, remember, this show would be nothing without you guys. And Mo, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, it's Again, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. And I love talking to people. So again, guys, if you guys want to get in contact with us, feel free to hit us up on the Pulse95 uh, Instagram page. You yep, know what I'm Pulse saying? Pulse95 Radio, yep. And uh, we, we we're here. You know what I'm saying? Talk about anything and everything. That's right. And talking about that, Mo, Mo we have a couple of questions in from the listeners and viewers on Instagram Live. Uh, Mo, what's your take on uh, supplements and substance abuse? 
Okay, perfect. So this is a great topic. Mm -hmm. So uh, first things first, what is a supplement? It's something that you add on to, let's say, your diet. It supplements your diet. The verb itself, supplementing something, means in addition to. So a big misconception is when people get into fitness or sports, is like, oh, I have to take supplements. I have to take this, 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 and that. Yeah. The thing is, they're definitely beneficial. I'm not saying they're gonna do you wrong. No, absolutely not. But you should never replace your proper real nutrition, your food, with let's say a protein shake. You should never do that. Why? Because again, food of course contains different enzymes, different fibers, different, all kinds of macronutrients that help you of course digest it properly, absorb it properly, and use it properly, right? Yeah. Um, supplements again are in addition to. So supplements I recommend, I mean I use them as well, but it's usually only to add on to whatever I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's say if I can't, for example, uh, get enough protein in my daily basis, I'm gonna add that protein shake, you yeah. know what I mean? Then you get into different supplements, you know what I mean? Some things, this is something I'm drinking now, I like to drink, for example, BCAAs, branch chain amino acids. Mm -hmm. I like to drink it for hydration, for a repairing process. So <clears throat> that has its own function. Then you have things like pre-workouts and you know, all kinds of things that do other things. Those are also good if you use them properly, you know, if you need that bit of energy boost, take a pre-workout right yeah but don't use it of course like in the morning as a replacement <laughs> for a coffee i don't recommend that but those things are definitely beneficial and they're tested they're safe there's a lot of safe supplements out there but you need to be careful what you're, <clears throat> what you're taking in so that goes back to doing some research on whatever you want to take in now when we talk about substance abuse they're probably talking about you know you know medicines or things like that yes. that you know some athletes a lot of athletes might rely on. use or rely on or yes. whatever these things as well, I'm not against it and I'm not for it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's one of those topics where, hey, listen, if, if you know what you're doing, you know your research, you have, let's say, a doctor also following it, or you're following all your blood work, and you can choose to do that. Yeah. Cool, it's your own choice, but do it right, right? But the other side of things, which bothers me a lot in the Middle East, people walk into the gym, next thing you know, they go to this coach, whoever it might be, probably either just like literally just got uh, you know certified two days ago from some online course <laughs> or just somebody who actually never took the science but yes. they're just big yeah we have a lot of these uh, trainers here oh yeah they're just big but have no uh Clue. experience <laughs> oh, yeah literally guys and please listen to this you need to understand that just because he looks good doesn't mean he's going to make you look good and a lot of these people want to take the shortcut to make you look good so you as a client you obviously feel like, oh wow, you know, I look jacked and stacked. But the reality is, once you get off of some things, your body tries to go back to normal. Yes. And if you're doing it wrong, you will get some really bad side effects. So I don't, I, I never recommend anyone to, to even jump into these things unless you have like, like at least a decade of experience in growing naturally. Correct. Or achieving things naturally. Same with the athletes, right? A lot of athletes, let's say if I'm trying to run a, a faster 100 meter sprint, right? Yeah. They might be like, oh, I'm, I wanna take this, this and that from the beginning. But the thing is when you build on that from the beginning, your muscle tends to essentially like blow up with water. Yeah. yeah, it'll work, it'll look good, whatever. But when it comes back down to it, you never built like the deep fibers in there. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I get you, yeah. So, uh, again, uh, it's something that should be done the right way if it's gonna be done. Uh, but if not, I personally don't recommend it to anyone unless you're like, again, in that extreme level of, of I need it performance. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, speaking about that, Shout out to Huda Ala. Ala is tuning in from Aina Sukhna in Egypt. Uh, Huda is obviously here from the UAE. And also, um, 
Mustafa Ibrahim is tuned in from Reading in the UK. Uh, the, the question is from the next listener, Mustafa, is what's your take on um, if you had to choose three su- uh, supplements that had no side effects, which would help you achieve your goals, what would they be? All right. So first things first, supplements won't give you side effects. Okay. Because technically it's, it's a nutrition, it's a, it's a food supplement. Yeah. It's all extracted, whether it's from milk, beef, whatever. So don't think like, oh, if I take the, you know, there's this basic misconception. It's like, oh, if you take whey protein, if you drink it and you don't work out, you're going to get fat. No, not really. It's the same thing as if you eat a Snickers bar and you don't do it. You, it's the same thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, um, back to uh, the question to answer that the uh, supplements that i would recommend on a day-to-day basis by the way yeah uh, uh, number one you need to take a multivitamin you have to take a multivitamin so this way you can guarantee good nutrition and vitamin levels throughout your body on a daily basis you're gonna feel better you're gonna perform better you're gonna be more awake it's a great thing to have and the thing is we don't get all of our vitamins from our food so you have to supplement with that yes that's number Agreed. one another thing i would possibly add if if you want to use it Again, if you're not hitting your protein targets, just add a shake every now and then. You know, yeah. if you're feeling hungry or whatever, instead of grabbing that Snickers bar or a bag of chips or, you know, uh, a Red Bull or something, go for something healthier. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Um, get a snack that is, again, packed with nutrition rather than something that is absolutely useless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then third thing, was that was that the question you yeah, wanted? Yeah, there was, there was three supplements. They said yeah. you could pick three. Okay, so multivitamin, yep. uh, protein. Yep. And I'll probably say omega-3s. Nice. Omega-3, um, three, 6, and 9 fish oils? Yeah, fish oils are nice. really crucial for a lot of things. It's very good for your heart. Yeah. Um, and these, again, these are the things that we can't really get on a daily basis because you're not going to consume that amount of fish every day. Yeah. So it's all, boom, packed yeah. in a little pill. You take it, you know nice. what I mean? Nice. Yeah. And, and Mo, uh, tell me, what's happening in December? Okay, so... This December, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> presenting the WPC, the World Physique Championships, coming live December 8, 2019 at the Pullman Hotel. By the way, that was his real voice, by the way. That was my real voice. So basically, this December, um, I've launched a new series of championships called the World Physique Championships. Nice. We uh, started to uh, with an aim to bring this classic uh, art of bodybuilding back. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to do a competition. You know, As an athlete, the one thing that bothered me here in the UAE is that there's only one organization doing all the shows. Mm-hmm. And it's mistreating the athletes. The, they're making them pay, overpay for everything. You know, in, in order for you to compete, you need to pay around two, two and a half grand. That's crazy. Just to stand on a stage. Yeah. And then the other part that bothered me, and I'm sorry if, if, if any of you guys are actually the judges or whoever that are listening, but the fact that the, the, the competitors get on stage and they're being judged by nine different people, I would say half of those probably never even went to the gym. Right. They just like it as a sport. Again, when did a judge class come back and they're sitting in a little jacket and they're sitting trying to <laughs> critique people's uh, physiques, right? Yeah. They've never competed themselves. So that always really bothered me because you have hundreds of great athletes that don't even get stage time. Mm-hmm. So what we ended up doing is we created this with the aim to bring the classic bodybuilding back with two divisions, aesthetic physique and iconic physique. And in those, we are looking again at the, the art of posing. We're looking at the lines and symmetry. We're not looking for huge refrigerator guys. It's yeah. not what we want. And then to top that off, the judges that will be judging um, you know, all of our athletes will be ex-champions. You see nice. what I mean? Uh, we're playing to also bring Mr. Samir Banut over here in 1983, Mr. Olympia. He will nice. be part of this. He's been helping OG. me out. Yeah, he's been helping me out a lot with this whole thing. Amazing. So this is what we want to do, and we want to reward the athletes. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Because athletes now that go compete in these local shows here, they literally get absolutely nothing. 
You get what I mean? They might get a plastic medal or something if they place top five, but they're not walking away with anything. So yeah. we want them to walk away with with sponsorships. We want them to walk away with prizes. See what I mean? Not cash prizes, but things at least that they would feel appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. And and Mo, where can they where can they follow you? So. Uh, you can actually go Google me uh, anywhere, if you Google me, uh, M. Mo Ismail, yeah. uh, and from that you'll find a lot of different links depending which channel you'd like to follow. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm usually pretty active on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Mo Muscles. Okay. Uh, I'm always very responsive. I love taking questions as well. I respond to each and every message I get, yeah. even if it's a bad one, so <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> so you can catch me anywhere. Feel free to contact me. I'm, I'm all over the place. Awesome. Hey, listen, thank you so much for, for being my guest today, man. I really appreciate you taking the time out. Yeah. And guys, this is we are reaching full time on the Halftime Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can tune in every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 on uh, Pulse95 Radio. This is it. It's a wrap, guys. Stay tuned for more on Pulse. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.